Aloha, everyone, and welcome to Just a Position, the podcast where we explore mental health, vulnerability, and personal life journeys with creators you know and love. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already, and listen to new episodes out every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am here in person with a guest. It is another in-person interview, <laughs> my personal favorite. I'm here in LA, and I'm so fortunate to be sitting across from Maddie V. Webb. You're so kind. I also <laughs> love that you introed this with aloha. I'm I know. like, oh, hello, aloha. I know. It's a little bit of a scam considering I'm in LA I'm not even in Hawaii while saying that I don't that. know I was into it I'm like wow we just traveled I loved it exactly thank you so much for coming here it was a little bit of a journey for you to get over here a little bit of you know direction chaos listen the, sometimes you know the what did they say they say that when the dress rehearsal goes terribly the performance goes amazing exactly and like I had a wild time trying to get here today I don't know what happened my entire phone crashed but we're here we we're here we're so, gonna have a I'm phenomenal so recording it's gonna absolutely, be great absolutely. <laughs> I mean so I want to share like the backstory of how we first met yes but for anyone who doesn't know who you are yeah. please introduce yourself my name is Maddie B Webb I am an entrepreneur and content creator I live in LA I do personality content fashion content lifestyle but my main goal behind the, the purpose behind all my content is to mainly empower women mm -hmm. especially since I grew up um very disempowered so mm -hmm. now my whole life goal is we gotta raise the girls up raise yes. the girls up yes. <laughs> self-love club <laughs> <laughs> i love it and i think you edify that so much just like not only in your presence but like the way that you talk about those things because we first met at a conference called web summit mm -hmm. in portugal which is basically like a the best week oh, ever it, it was, was so, so cool <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool it's like this huge convention where like tech ceos diplomats um un representatives nonprofit founders they all come together and talk about how we can utilize technology as a way to be more impactful on like mm -hmm. global social issues mm -hmm. and we randomly met at an event where mm -hmm. we were doing like a round table together and i have to tell you <laughs> wait, what the backstory i can't <laughs> wait to hear this because you've been teasing me i want to know oh my gosh so it was so funny uh we went to this really nice dinner it was at this beautiful oh, yeah. like I don't know. Well, I don't know Portuguese what it was, but it was like an uh, it was like an and there was antiques everywhere. Yeah. It felt like I don't know. It felt witchy in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> it was like beautiful, rustic. Like remember old. the dancers? Oh my gosh, yes! And they had these. <laughs> we need to invert, like, ingest a video of that because I that know. was crazy. It was so bizarre. So it was like this dinner event, and then all of a sudden, there's like these people. Did they have like masks? They had on? masks on and. Um, they were like walking around, just standing in they silence. They were like in like cloaks. <laughs> and apparently it was some like, like, uh, I don't know, deeper meaning uh, dance thing that they were doing as a way to it like was... send a subliminal message to like the attendees of which I had no idea I what they were referencing. I had no idea what the plan was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know what was going I was looking around like, are we getting ritualized right now? <laughs> Did someone prick my blood at some point? I literally <laughs> didn't even feel it. Cause like, like, we're about to was, be locked into this yeah, house and not besides that, yeah, it, it was, was amazing. Yeah, it was so great. <laughs> and we were both a part of this like round table discussion. And I'd been, you know, uh, notified that, you know, I was going to be a part of it. I was like, this is great. No, he wasn't a part of it. He led it. He led the whole, it was, it was round table by Hiram. How yeah. to give purpose in, it was like purpose in content. Oh my like, gosh, great memory. I'm so oh impressed. My, I was, no, I was impressed. I was like, <laughs> I love this. It was great. Okay. I mean, it was great. But what's so funny is that 
I had no idea I was leading it <laughs> at all, at all. And so, of like, course. I come to the event, and I'm like, I already did my speech today. I can relax. I had a few you cocktails. I was super tired. And I have someone coming up to me. They were like, okay, this is how the roundtable's going to go. Just FYI. I was like, sounds great. Sounds good. I go up to the round table discussion area there's a ceo that i respect who's like sitting right next to me and i was like oh my gosh like uh so nice to meet you um it's an honor to be in this panel with you i see that there's the actress who plays lily vanderwoodson from gossip yes, girl my love her. number one show ever is like sitting there i'm like oh my god this is amazing and he's like okay so like are you excited to lead this round table your name was printed and i was like what everywhere. are you talking about i look over and my name is in fat bold lettering it's like <laughs> purpose in change by Hiram, and i was <laughs> like the second I look over that's when all of you guys are staring at me like nodding at me to how like start the you, round how did you I had no idea that you didn't know what was going <laughs> wow, on I would okay. like how did you you carried that I pulled it out of my ass so fast like I had no idea what the fuck <laughs> I, I was doing I was like I, okay thank you everyone for coming to this round table we're gonna be talking about I literally just like what was it I had no I idea I cannot believe that because I you you did so good well, I don't know if, you. if that was me I'd be like guys I had no no idea was leading this right now because like it was so intimate honestly was, if you would have said yeah. but I, it was way better the way you did it but i think i think if i was in that situation i'd be like <laughs> my heart no i like blacked out basically yeah. the whole time i'm like i don't remember what we talked about i do i remember every single thing me and hiram went to war we, we went did. to war on purpose it was debate it was as i love a debate one yeah. thing about me i hate confrontation but i will thrive in it if i, if I <laughs> enter the situation and it was it got like a little like it got a little heated, heated debate but it was like a good like constructive type of debate and you i know? yeah we both we both met kelly rutherford that night yes. which kelly is um um, plays the mom on Gossip Girl. Yep. Um, and she's amazing, by the way. She's so cool. She actually is is the mom of because she's like in real life. Yeah. She's legit the That's same. The thing. You know how like in Gossip Girl she like carries herself with like so much grace. That's exactly how she is yep. in real life. But like talking to her she's like genuinely such a good person who like wants to help people and like make a difference. And she wants, she wants to be in the wilderness alone with yeah. her. Like she's like, I, she lives in England. Yeah. With her two wiener dogs. Not us just talking about Kelly. I know. <laughs> that's the, that's a we're podcast topic for tea, today. We're yeah. giving all the tea on Kelly. No, but we just like her a lot. Yeah. She was great. She was great. I mean, the whole event was like absolutely amazing. And I was able to see one of your, um, presentations. Which that you one did. did you see? So I did, I, will be honest I think it was like a question answer format it was at the very end of the website it was it was packed was it with three people or two oh wait four people it was or? with it was with I think only Sorry, two other I'm people, not like three to, like, people. Quiz you on this. I know. But I, I did she's two. basically saying that she's so popular <laughs> that she spoke on multiple <laughs> panels. So um, I did a few panels that day. I'm just like, wondering. Uh, it's no. so hard to nail it down. <laughs> just I'm one. like la la la. No, uh, no. I'm asking because my first panel that I did, I also got into a debate. Um, really? And I no, had to like fight for my life. It okay. wasn't a debate. No, no. I, I literally had to. A bunch of people came up to me afterwards and are like bro, what just happened? This man tried to attack me really? and everything that I of was saying. Of course it's a man. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but. <laughs> oh my God. How ironic that you're invited to Web Summit to talk about like, you know, um, uh, more opportunities for women and a man tries to shoot you down. It was, that, it was, <sighs> it was absurd actually. Cause we were, <laughs> we were on a panel talking about 
this is so crazy too because he literally tried to hit on me afterwards and i was like are you out of your fucking mind what no this is so funny he like kissed me on the cheek he was like what are you doing late tonight what are you doing and i was like not you bro (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you one thing but no we the whole point of the panel was um how to use comedy to talk about uh, world issues. Oh, I love that. Which I do a lot. Like, yeah. especially when it comes to trauma, um, essay, like mm-hmm. a lot of like darker topics that I've personally experienced in mm-hmm. my life that I share online. I like to use humor to make it, make education entertainment, entertainment. Yeah. And we got on the topic of analytics and how, how important they are because Mm -hmm. you can learn from your analytics what people want to see and you can learn how to you can say the same message but if you can figure out how to word it or put it in a way that is accessible to a larger audience why wouldn't you want to do that and he was arguing with me saying that that's not art if i if i use analytics not the mansplaining jesus because he's in broadcasting (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know but there was a lot happened that week too i mean i will say the conference is a very interesting like concentrated form of like Honestly, I think what is kind of going on in the widespread world, because you have all these like older Mm -hmm. CEOs, Mm -hmm. very old fashioned, Mm -hmm. basically like, you know, patting themselves on the back for talking about change that their companies won't implement. (laughs) And then you have like a whole, (laughs) I'm sorry, I just have to be honest. And then you have like a whole younger group of people who are actually like really trying to fight for like social justice and change mm-hmm. which is why it was such an honor for both of us to be invited to it web summit so, we because, were there yeah. was no one like us there yeah. like there was like very few people that were we were because that i think that's why we were we kept getting in these situations where we were kind of fighting for ourselves mm-hmm. because we're coming from such a different perspective and what bothers me about <clears throat> I hope one day like when I am in the position of like I'm the old CEO boss lady mm-hmm. bitch I hope that I am very open to yes. the younger generation their opinions their ideas their perspective because it just felt so like oh you don't know anything that mm-hmm. you're talking about like mm-hmm. you you just wait just wait and see and you're like I can't argue my perspective if your only argument is that you have more time Mm -hmm. then you're not then you're just completely discounting everything that I have to say because you think it's more valuable that you're older than I am like is that what you have over me and like yes of course you have more money more business whatever Mm -hmm. like you're in a different stage of life that doesn't mean that my perspective my opinions and my experience isn't important or valid exactly that's why i think it's so important to have like young people involved in these really important conversations around like how to do ethical business Mm -hmm. and you know uh, social issues integrating change and purpose into Mm -hmm. business practices because i think young people offer such a fresh perspective that's so separated from traditionalist business views and what they've been doing for like 40 years Plus, I think young people kind of offer like a new perspective where it's like, well, what if we did it this way? What if we yeah. implement it this way? A fresh perspective that they haven't seen before. That's why I felt super honored. Yeah. The, both times I've been to Web Summit, I've been super honored to be there because I'm like, wow, like how cool that they would be open to like, kind of like merging these and conversations. And as much as we're talking about the people who were against us, there were so many people yep. who valued our opinions. Yeah. And that, that I'm like have chills thinking about it. Mm-hmm. That I... 
I feel so grateful that I got to be there. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing. And <clears throat> yeah, just to just to be in an audience of people who are all have like everyone there had a their own business, their own startup, mm-hmm. their own something that they're trying to accomplish. And like they, they really cared. They yeah. really cared about what we had to say. That was really cool. I know. It was so cool. Honestly, like environments like that give me like such a rush of energy because it's yes. like, oh, this is where change can yes. like hopefully start yes. to happen. You yes, know? absolutely. And I also want to ask you like, because I know everyone be, would be interested to know, like, the reasons, like, why Web Summit, like, invited you in the first place. Like, some of the projects you've been working on, what you've been trying to integrate within your content. I mean, you obviously spoke before yeah. about, like, you wanting to speak specifically to women throughout your mm-hmm. content. But, like, talk about, like, you know, being an entrepreneur and all that. Like, share. Yeah, honestly, um, the I think the reason that I was chosen and invited was because last year, when I was at Web Summit, I was I was running and operating four businesses by Ooh. myself. And Damn. I am I uh, had, you know, five women working under me wow. um, that I managed completely. So cool. And what's so crazy is that so <clears throat> I, you know, obviously ran my social mm-hmm. media all but and I didn't have management. Like mm. I literally just signed to management a week ago. I'm so happy and grateful. You know, I <laughs> like it, the the amount of weight that takes off of me as mm-hmm. a business and able to be more of a creator. Mm-hmm. I've grown an absurd amount since I got management because mm-hmm. like so much of the back end is just like taken off. Yeah. But anyways, I was doing that. I have a consultation business, which is a big, another, Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Wow. It's, I don't okay. advertise it because I'm very, very exclusive with uh, mm-hmm. my time. And I only do passion projects. Like I will not do consultation for anyone or any business that I'm not extremely passionate about because it's so much work. Yep. It's so, so much work consuming. and it's so much like, you're educating constantly and Mm -hmm. also having to like make minor changes to every single thing and explain each exact minor Mm -hmm. changes because I I help businesses and specifically women in the music industry actually is my niche Mm, cool I love to help um female artists um learn how to utilize social media specifically TikTok short form video content in order to build a community a fan base like a Mm -hmm. cult following Mm -hmm. essentially because I think um, specifically with artists like a huge issue I personally see in the music industry is that <laughs> well one labels are old-fashioned oh, old labels school. are predatory they're predatory ways, yeah. and their social teams are dumb as hell <laughs> let me tell you the biggest labels I I work with some of the artists from the biggest labels <laughs> they dumb as hell <laughs> they <laughs> like they like my these girls will tell me what they what they're um what they've been told to post and do and I'm like please for the love of god don't do that like don't do that because yeah. okay anyone can get like anyone can post 250 videos about the song about a song and get it to blow up mm-hmm. but that's not going to be beneficial for the long term of yeah. your of your um of your fan base like okay fine blow up a song then you're gonna have to do that for every song mm-hmm. you release what's more important is building a community of people who will listen to everything that you release yeah. because they care about you yeah. because they like you they not only like your music but they like you yeah. that why do you think taylor swift is taylor swift mm-hmm. everyone cult lo- following cult there you go. no she's got the cultest following <laughs> in the damn world the it is amazing and i completely I lost track <laughs> so yes i have a consultation business that i was running and i had nice. um a a client that I was like working with a lot last year. And then, Mm. um, I have Maddie B's closet, which I'm really hoping will be released again by the end of this year. But basically I did 
fully styled outfit boxes that were straight from my closet. <laughs> oh, that's such a creative idea. I love it was, that. And every, every box was looked like a PR box. Cause I, oh. I think one of my favorite things about being an uh, influencer, especially in the beginning was getting all the PR and just mm-hmm. feeling really special when you open a box and it's like all pretty and cute. So I made mm-hmm. every box feel like that. It had a signature scent. It had a little gift in it. It was wow. like a whole thing. And both that's my so drops cool. sold out day one. So, <gasps> wow. which was really, really cool so then I stopped everything stopped production because I want to do it like a million times better and Mm -hmm. I work want to work with small designers um to do like custom pieces and drops incorporated with my like vintage and like repurpose styling so I was running that um and then I was also running an affiliate marketing platform where I was producing 60 short form shoppable videos a month (laughs) 60 a month (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on top of my normal content how do you how how <laughs> how I do you have time a, for all of this i built a software to help me automate as much as humanly possible which i still use every day but oh my um, gosh that honest- is incredible i had no idea see <laughs> even just in our like brief conversations that we had when we were at web summit like i only knew about like you know your team that you had built and everything i didn't know you were doing all of this different stuff that yeah is, no wow. one i don't i don't really talk about it on social media because Honestly, I want to be a creator. And what's mm-hmm. crazy is like that was my life. And um, it was it was very eye opening being in Portugal for the first time. I am literally from the tiniest town in Missouri. I went to Europe for the first time in my life, paid for a work trip. Mm-hmm. And I spent every single day, every day that we weren't working on the summit, I was working on everything else that I was doing like nonstop I remember you were saying that you were like exhausted well I was staying up all night because of the time change and I was Mm -hmm. trying to communicate with my team I was working Mm -hmm. nonstop and that was really eye-opening experience for me because I'm like wow I've pretty much done so much of so many things this year that I thought I'd never do Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I'm enjoying them to the full potential because I am Mm. so laser focused on the business. But what I really, really, really want is to be a personality, is to be Mm. a creator, is to be talent. And so I dissolved my affiliate. Really? I fired my whole team. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like this was two months ago, literally two months ago. Wow, okay. I, um, I stopped doing consultation. I okay. paused Maddie B's closet. And the only thing I'm focused on right now is being a creator Okay. for the first time ever. Like I've always been on the business side just as much, like way more than being a creator. And I, hey, you know what, grow. like to me, what's just as impressive as like starting a bunch of new ventures is knowing when too much is too much and knowing when to like what you should pursue and what to close the door on because that's for me personally that's even more difficult than like starting new ventures in the first place I agree it was really tough and honestly the the thing that would have held me back is my ego Mm-hmm. And I refuse to let my ego get in the way of any. I've watched so many people in LA do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, I am, I'm just, I believe in myself. I don't need anyone else to believe in me the way that I believe in me. I because yeah. I know this was the right choice. And I, the past two months have been the happiest two months. And I've done the least. Okay, <laughs> Like I've go. done the least amount in the past two months. And they've, I needed this. Like mm-hmm. I needed this reset. I needed to like refocus my goals. I went to Joshua Tree for New Year's <sighs> nice. by myself. I oh, did a whole really? like ceremony on New Year's Eve. I made a vision board. 
board and I looked at my vision board every day and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get here doing all of this that I'm doing over here? And that's why. That's oh, why it's like that is so cool. We're literally so like I did for that. during like Christmas and New Year's. I did a meditation retreat. Yes, where I was doing daily meditation <laughs> yeah, and like reframing right like yeah. my mind and like looking into the new year and what yeah. I wanted to do. Amazing. Same type of thing. It's so Love healing. That. right? It's, it's so, so healing. Cool. And literally at midnight, I was screaming, releasing. I was like, "Get out of me! <laughs> <laughs> Negative I energy, be gone." <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, props to you for like really focusing on what you know will bring you the most joy and the most like fulfillment mm-hmm. um because well you tough, have to you know? what is your definition of success we have yes. to redefine that because in, in america the definition of success is money power yep. Yep. social climbing like mm-hmm. especially in la <laughs> yeah. and but that's i don't think that's that's not my definition because i was i was raking it in last year mm-hmm. i was making a, a really good living mm-hmm. and um i would much rather fulfill my heart and I know that when if I continue to make money in that direction I was going to continue to manifest money in the wrong direction Mm. and I would much rather manifest happiness and alignment with my higher self and the money the success the social all of it's going to come but Mm -hmm. I would much rather take the the tortoise route than I think that's better (laughs) I think that's better especially when you know exactly like what fulfillment meaning and like success personally looks like to you and I mean from what you've shown through in your content what you've talked about like it seems like a huge part of that is empowering women and you also talked about like how you want to empower women because you grew up in a way that was disempowering Mm -hmm. like do you mind like sharing a little bit about that I'm a little curious because you are so passionate about like really um just sparking joy um within your content which I think is so many so inspiring to so many people even not women like myself Aww. you know which is super hey, cool women and allies baby women yes. and allies girls gays and nays even the straights men can be involved as long as they're empowering I, I have a few men no, who kidding. follow me who are like you're a bad bitch and I'm like thanks yes, Harry <laughs> there you go <laughs> well yeah I mean like what, but, what kind of inspired that like what what really drives you from your yeah. personal experience honestly so I grew up in a very small town in mm. Missouri like no wi-fi until I was 16 years old type of town really um, wow never listened to secular music never really mm. knew anything about um pop culture at all like I just grew up very isolated mm. um and in the bible belt and so my whole okay. life my literal whole life was the church Jesus oh, Jesus rocks gosh. um wow. that was my whole life and I was like the lead of the worship band my whole life oh my god I was really? at church five times a week like bro we are so alike you're literally like describing my childhood too. stop this is really <laughs> wild <laughs> dude I wore a pure earring until oh. I was 20 no way <laughs> oh my gosh so you were like you no, were deep I did in not cuss. I did not drink. I never did anything with boys. Like I was straight wow. as a damn arrow. And guess what? It never worked. Like mm-hmm. I was never enough. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I, I struggle talking about this because I know when I was in this very religious state, anyone who sp- said one negative word about mm-hmm. what I believed in, I was like, you're you are never seen like I will never listen to you like Mm. I would just look so so I struggle because I I never want um anyone of my following that is still is religious Mm -hmm. to feel like I am um I just know how I used to think yeah 
And even though I'm not religious at all now, I'm mm-hmm. actually closer to my higher power than I've ever been in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I never want to, you know, offend anybody but at the same time like it's such a big part of my story because Mm -hmm. my biggest heartbreak in my whole entire life was the church Mm -hmm. because the church hurt me so bad I just Mm -hmm. I was I was never going to be what they wanted me to be Mm -hmm. especially like up there leading worship I mean one of the biggest I want to I want to elaborate on this in in the future but like one of the biggest moments that really shifted in my mind was like how the closest I ever felt to God was when I was on stage singing. Mm. And um, I basically, when I was like 17, was on the worship team and like the pastor called me and my parents in and was like, (laughs) basically like, we don't think that you're here for the right reasons. You're a temptress. You're tempting (gasps) all the men in the church. Um, And I would literally go up there, hair in a bun, no makeup, sweatshirt. I would do anything to like, desexualize myself because I because I was so I was so um accused constantly Mm -hmm. of that I mean I grew up when I was 12 I had d cups Mm -hmm. like I was just always (laughs) small town big boobs oh my god god forbid (laughs) puberty my goodness (laughs) but like you're really really and of course like pretty problems whatever but it really is a thing it Mm -hmm. is such a thing and I was so demonized for it I had Mm -hmm. zero friends I switched schools three times because of bullying I never like um I was never I was never empowered by anyone no one ever told me I could do anything I mean honestly the reason I got so deep into business was because I mean my whole life anytime I expressed interest in like the arts whether it's music or fashion or whatever I was told no, you need to go like you can be in the arts on the business side, but you are never going to make it on the other side, oh, you goodness. know? Yeah. And yeah. the only reason I'm here, the only freaking reason I'm here is because of me. Because mm-hmm. I just like that that desire was put inside of me by my highest self. And it's been screaming at me my whole life. And there's no one who wants it more than I do. Mm-hmm. And I want it. And like th- what I loved about our round table discussion was like, what is the purpose behind our desires? Yes. What, what's If we're influencing people, what are we influencing people to do? Exactly. Why do we not take this more seriously? Like, mm-hmm. that's the reason I became an influencer because I was watching all these influencers and I'm like, this is awful. I know. Like, what are they inspiring? What behaviors are they encouraging in their audience? Yeah. Because, and I'm so glad you recognize this too. As an influencer, you have a responsibility for the type of behavior you're encouraging your audience Mm -hmm. to do. And not only the type of behavior, but also the way that they are feeling, the way that they view Mm -hmm. themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And man, your story, I resonate so much with because it's kind of freaky how similar my story is here. You same type of thing, like super religious church, like five times a week, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I was always performing on stage I was singing in church well also events, like you know. sexuality speaking mm-hmm. like I suppress I'm I'm pansexual <gasps> oh, um, I didn't know that I, okay. I really only advertise like bisexual but like I don't know I, like I think yeah what does that even mean who You're cares to anyone yeah. yeah I'm just attracted <laughs> to people by their soul like I'm Love very that. attracted to yes. like the energy exchange within someone mm-hmm. um but that also like from the time I was literal I remember the first time like I ever had thoughts and I felt I I had a whole panic attack Mm because I was like I'm so bad I'm so Mm -hmm. you know like Like this is the evil part of me I have to hide this suppress this exactly but I I've 
oh i would have crushes on friends all growing up like mm. i would get jealous when they <laughs> boyfriends i'm like he is not good enough for you <laughs> we should kiss and practice <laughs> oh my gosh but then you understand the experience of like having to like suppress that yeah in a hyper religious oh, setting and you even know after i like I realized I what I believed and what I didn't believe. It, mm-hmm. Even after, like, I when I would start to date girls, I would panic and ghost mm-hmm. ghost them. I would just like feel oh, so guilty. Mm-hmm. So it just took really long time. Honestly, it's sometimes still in the back of my mind because it's mm-hmm. so ingrained. It's so no, ingrained. Religious trauma is not just a catchphrase. It is a <laughs> legitimate thing that takes yeah. so long to unlearn because for me too, same thing like when I would like kiss a guy mm-hmm. or, you know, even when I had, would come to a point where I would like, you know, sleep with a guy, get with boyfriend. There's constantly in the back of my head, which over time fades away. It does. But where you're like, you're sinning, you're a terrible person, blah, blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. that's not ever because I believed that no. personally, but that's, was drilled into my mm-hmm. head since the mm-hmm. day I was born. And so it's natural for you to just kind of think of that. And it takes a long time to get out of that religious trauma. What which I, props to you for, for you doing too. that. You too. Good for us. I'm so <laughs> happy for us. for us, for living our truth. Because yeah. the, the problem that I, the, the main problem, well, one of the main problems that I have with religion is that there's, it's all no's. You know, mm-hmm. it's denying yourself. Mm-hmm. You're you're constantly forced to deny who you are. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I couldn't do it anymore. But uh, when you say about the voices in the back of your head, something I've been doing recently that's really helped is even when it comes to, like body image mm-hmm. and just like all, all of these things that I know. Any anytime you have someone being mean to you in your head, that's never yourself. Your mm-hmm. highest self would will never speak to you negatively like that. So then when I I try to identify like whose voice is that sometimes it's my mom sometimes Mm. it's like someone from my past you know Mm -hmm. whatever but but the main point is like I remind myself I have to whenever I have those feelings I'm like Madeline you are safe you are safe to eat this right now Mm -hmm. you are safe to have a healthy body you are safe to have a feeling for this woman that's in front of you that you genuinely have a connection with and Mm -hmm. it's not bad and you have to like re because that's that that's this voices the voices are telling you basically all of those mean things are like, you're not safe right now. Like exactly. I am not safe to eat because if I, you know, gain weight, then people aren't, it's just like all of this, yep. you know, backlog of people, of, of trauma in yeah, the back of my exactly. mind. And I have to re-encourage myself that, um, constantly like of my safety because that's really what you're it's a I trauma response that. so like I'm, I'm curious did you learn this in therapy oh i am girl okay. i am in therapy <laughs> like i, I am in say, there every week two hours i was me gonna and me. say like this is like such valuable stuff you learn in therapy i'm not sure if you've heard of ifs internal family systems yes it has been so transformative for I'm me i'm in emdr and- what Mm -hmm. oh so you know what i just started emdr (laughs) life changing oh my gosh but yeah emdr or like internal family systems it's identifying like what those where those negative like messages are coming from and identifying what parts of yourself from your past are essentially scared like scared to let you take a step scared to let you move in a certain way because Mm -hmm. of whatever trauma is associated with that so by identifying those like previous memories or those previous instances where that trauma Mm -hmm. was first inspired Mm -hmm. and saying to it you're safe you're protected Mm -hmm. I'm here for you you're worthy it's so transformative and I love that you like touch on that I mean how what was the process of you really identifying and resonating with your higher self? Cause I think oh a lot of gosh. people struggle to really tap into like 
what the hell is my I had to self? murder my ego. Okay. <laughs> I had to kill her in cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, for real though. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, um, I really, really had a, a an absurd rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I told you a piece of my story, but it's like a whole lifetime mm-hmm. of trauma, you know, like yeah. back to back to back to back to back. back. Yeah. Um, and you know, I give trauma absolutely zero credit for everything that I have done. I, w- the reason I am who I am is because of what I did with the trauma, the work mm-hmm. that I did. I did. I have done so much self work. Yes. Therapy, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's everything that you do outside every single day, like reinforcing the things that you're learning and like mm-hmm. reeducating yourself as much as possible. The journaling, the meditating, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the constantly like trying to connect with that person. I, honestly, my, the, my connection with my higher self is because I want to f- reach my potential so bad like I want to know who I'm supposed to be more than anything else like I'm not I and I'm not afraid of change I think that a lot of people Mm -hmm. the reason that they're they fear healing and the healing process is because there's so much change that comes with it Mm -hmm. and you know you lose a lot of people out of your life you can't take a lot of things and people with you and you know I'm no contact with people in my life that I would never ever ever in a million years think that I wouldn't have a relationship Mm -hmm. with but I did it for myself and Mm -hmm. I will do it again like I prioritize myself my higher self um knows what's good for me Mm -hmm. but I think like the connection with her was genuinely through so much genuine love that I had that I built for myself Mm -hmm. and like that's such a that's such a deep process yeah and is, have you ever heard like the go green method go green like maybe from a sustainability perspective but <laughs> not like a mental health perspective i'm um, not sure go green there, no i'm gonna i'm gonna struggle to explain it because i don't remember the exact vocabulary but it's basically like uh, being able to identify when you're in your ego state when you're making choices from like an ego perspective versus mm-hmm. like when you v- transition transition and shift to making choices and that are from your highest self oh okay yeah yeah, and yeah. It's, it's like go green like when you're in the red zone the ego mm. zone like go green and I our, love that. our yeah. ego is also good like having it we're human it's yeah ego is it, having an ego like at a certain level is not a bad thing because no. ego is necessary in order to sustain ourselves, prioritize mm-hmm. ourselves, make sure we're healthy, make sure we're safe. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, yeah. you got to cap it. Yeah. You, know, you, you have to prioritize to your higher self always. Mm-hmm. Um, and like look past the human side because mm-hmm. it's, it's the, when you're really hyper aware of like what other people are thinking about you, that's, yep. that's ego. When like my ego could have real easily gotten in the way of me dissolving all my businesses because Mm -hmm. that was my whole life I did worked so hard on that that was why I got to web summit Mm -hmm. like I got so many opportunities I was making a lot of money doing it I felt like a bad bitch being like yeah I got four damn businesses (laughs) like and but like is that what I want is that my purpose is that my highest Mm -hmm. self I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. that's going to come in time because I'm definitely a CEO. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I love that. Yes. No, yeah, because but. it doesn't it's not relevant to your higher accomplishments 
don't really mean anything to accomplishment, your self. Accomplishments is when like there's a difference between accomplishments and success. Accomplishments only really benefit you. Success mm-hmm. is when you can benefit other people, and that's yes. what I want. That yes. is what Ooh, I want. That's so good. Yeah, I I could love that because success goes beyond I think yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, and I love that you did touch on before how six, the term success has been so diluted by. Yes. Uh, corporate America and capitalism yes, and all that because kind of stuff. America yeah. is a business exactly <laughs> <laughs> but like truly what success means like and especially to your higher self like you what you were talking before is what can provide you that deep meaning and fulfillment and in my personal belief that primarily comes through helping others I, like mm-hmm. that makes the anytime I'm in uh in a place where I can help others whatever that looks like I notice just feeling so much better than any material possession, mm-hmm. any accomplishment, any amount of money, anything like that can provide you. It's so much more meaningful to be able to be participating in yes. something that benefits other people. You know what's my, one of the, my favorite things I've ever, so I have this um, album in my phone called Blessings and that's where I put all oh. of my like really kind DMs from my followers, anything that like uplifts that. me and makes me feel like aligned, like women telling me that I've helped their build their self-confidence like that's that's my whole entire life but the mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite things someone anyone has ever said to me is Maddie you are going to be so successful and you are going to help so many people along the way mm-hmm. because when when you are aligned like that success is that financial physical worldly success is comes with it mm-hmm. and people and people don't I just like feel like people think it's either or but mm-hmm. it's not it's truly not I yeah. don't believe I don't live in a world where it's either or sorry yeah <laughs> I mean I love that you know there's obviously like nuance there and I think yeah we tend to just look at the external factors mm-hmm. only of just like the wow, the glitz and the glamour and all that kind of stuff. Um, thinking that the meaning is primarily in that when it's not, it's absolutely about like what's driving the work, that mm-hmm. purpose, you know, mm-hmm. of being able to help people. And I love that your goal is to like focus on empowering women. Like, in terms of your higher self, like, where do you really see yourself going in? Like, what? what's the biggest impact you want to make in terms of like helping women? What is it with their confidence or business opportunities or uh, mental health aligning with higher self? Like I love really all the things do? you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, so much of it is that our society does not profit on women loving their themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If women truly, if like our society was uplifting women, and truly wanted them to have confidence and have self-love, it would be detrimental to corporate America because Mm -hmm. corporate America profits and thrives off of feminine insecurity. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think (laughs) women spend the most? Like, Mm -hmm. hair, makeup, outfits, which, okay, I love hair. I love makeup. I love outfits. I, like, Mm -hmm. I am not saying any of that, but I, I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, it's very much not, we have, you know, we have all of these, you know, self-love things, but the main messaging in our society is women comparing themselves to other women. Mm -hmm. And that is the death of joy. And, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I hate it. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's just one, that's just one reason why I think that, um, it also stems from the patriarchy. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I want to dismantle the patriarchy. Yes, As Taylor Swift said, 
fuck the patriarchy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in her 10 minute <laughs> yeah in her 10 minute all too well <laughs> i love that's my favorite line <laughs> i love it no seriously i mean like i i recently did an episode where i was talking about like a lot of issues within the lgbt plus community yeah. specifically the gay community and how most of the issues oh, all trail back to the patriarchy it's wild like it's not even just affecting um women in terms of like uh the profitability of insecurities but it's also negatively affecting other facets of our society and men men too. i was just about to bring this up have you ever heard of the book the will to change yes i have i haven't <gasps> read it though you have you have to read it okay. I, okay, i've oh so i'm halfway through but i've re-listened to the first half three times now okay. because there's just so much valuable information i went through a deep dark man-hating phase um oh, which was very okay. justified by the way i mean mm-hmm. i've lived a lot of darkness with mm-hmm. men um and and like i i you know, I accept that time in my life, but mm-hmm. I don't want to live like that. That's not mm-hmm. how we curate change. Hate will, no matter wh- if it's justified or not, hate will never curate the change that we need to see. Yep. And this book is so valuable to me because it, 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 I'm learning the, the negative factors of the patriarchy on the ma- male side of things. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad. Mm-hmm. It is very sad. And and the more that I learn, the more that I see it in the real people in my life. And I feel sad mm-hmm. because it's all about like what I never imagined was even though female emotions are seen as a weakness, male emotions are seen as app. You cannot have that. And yep. I can't imagine living my no life, tolerance. not able to cry or be sad and the only way i'm able to express my emotions in a masculine way is through anger Mm -hmm. why do you think we have so much violence it's the only way that men are socially acceptably allowed to express emotion yep and it makes so much sense to me it is a very 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 sad mm-hmm. um and i see it in so many men in my life i i don't accept it that's not an excuse yeah if you want to i've done a lot of change and self-work and there there are very there was a lot of internalized misogyny especially mm-hmm. com- internalized homophobia internalized misogyny mm-hmm. that has come from you know the state the place where i grew up i mean up your childhood my, yeah my yeah. childhood i but i've done the work so can you like exactly. uh, it's not an excuse but it does help me understand and be empathetic and help i at some point i do want to start educating on that side of things yeah. but i just want to grow my feet you totally should more. and i mean and i think just what you were talking about how the patriarchy um does not benefit anyone. And particularly like when a lot of men talk it's about so like crazy that men think it benefits. Them. I know because <laughs> I'll see like men's rights or incels or people like that talking about the problems that men face and they point it at feminism, but I'm like, mm-hmm. no, the patriarchy is causing these problems. Mm-hmm. The patriarchy is literally the source of like all the problems, not only impacting women in so many detrimental ways that you were just describing, mm-hmm. but also men as well, which is why I completely support your, you know, interest in disabling the patriarchy because I think it's very much needed. I, I, I also think it's very much, and, and what's also sad to me is how much I see it in women. Mm. Um, Cause 
as even feminine, a lot of feminism, mm-hmm. like it, a lot of feminism thrives off of like the hating men aspect of mm-hmm. it. But what we don't, I don't think that most people understand. That's why I, I'm really passionate about this book. This mm. is a really, and I haven't even finished it yet. Like okay. I, I've been over and over. I have to it, start it. The will to change. I, I would love for so you cool. to start it and we can have a little book club. Oh yes, let's do it. <laughs> but, um, but the, the, what the change that I would like to see in feminism mm-hmm. is um, a, a change in the perspective on men and more women supporting male emotion because mm-hmm. there's a lot of feminists that I, I've seen talk about like oh I find it like really unattractive when a men man like cries to me Ugh. like and it's like that I'm you don't understand I don't believe that your your intention is this but you mm-hmm. are just that you are following in line with the patriarchy perfectly when you yep. do things like that we should be uplifting men to be human mm-hmm. and it's a good thing it's a good thing to have human emotion and exactly I don't know oh no that I could go down a whole rabbit hole I know, with I'm that one too because I'm like, <laughs> no it's good I mean like you know wanting men to break out of masculinity but weaponizing any attempts that men do to break out of that like you know two straight guys like hugging each other like showing affection or showing emotion and people being like that's sus I think they're gay or blah blah blah. I'm like oh my god this is literally just promoting what patriarchy is trying to do in the first place oh I could go on a whole rabbit hole of that but like absolutely I love that you're touching on those things and like I've seen how you have started to integrate it in your content like now that you're a full-time creator Ah! I am so happy how do you how do you want that to evolve within your content? Um, well, we kind of talked about this before, but I need somewhere to. It's hard to really communicate through short form content. Mm-hmm. I love short form content, but there's only so much that I can do with it, mm-hmm. and so there will be long form content yes. this year, and that's what I'm really excited about because there's so many. Um, there's so many things that I love to discuss with my community mm-hmm. um, in a longer way where I can really where I can really explain out my intentions and you can feel my heart with mm-hmm. short form content. You have to cut out every single pause cut like it's like you cut out the emotion almost mm-hmm. when you're doing short form. And there's so there's just so much to this like this conversation could not happen in a short form. Nope, way, really. No way. <laughs> um, so maybe that's podcast. Maybe that's YouTube. Ooh. Maybe that's something. But um, okay. I'm really, really looking forward to it to have like a deeper relationship with the people that follow me. Mm-hmm. And um, I I've, I'm young, but I have been through many experiences, traumatic yeah, uh, and otherwise in my life. And I have to give them purpose. Mm-hmm. My ho- this whole healing process that I've been doing is all for the purpose of using it t- so that other people learn things that I didn't learn mm-hmm. before they go through the trauma that I experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my life goal genuinely, because if I would have, if there was someone like me that I could have followed back when, um, I, I really needed someone to uplift me or, um, identify red flags that I didn't see because we only know our experiences. Mm -hmm. So if someone's punching a wall next to me, but I lived a life with someone who was always fucking punching walls. How was I supposed to know that that's not normal or not okay? You know? And so I I want to be that person. I want to be that voice so much. Ew, I'm crying. Uh, (laughs) But I just like, that's the whole point. Like that. We talked a lot about that in our 
round yeah. table. I mean, and we, I think, we fought for it. So. I mean, and I think it's, it's so powerful because I always talk about the power of a story, just having someone yeah. out there that you can look to as just a singular like beacon of mm-hmm. hope in the darkness. Because mm-hmm. I know for me growing up as a gay kid in yeah. an extremely religious family, knowing that if I ever opened up about who I was, I would not have a place at home. I would never be shown love had I had someone online to help me through that, to say that it's going to be okay, that you're going to get through this and like really hold on to that hope, it would have gotten me so far. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm so proud of both of us for getting there on our own, but how amazing of a world that we live in now where there can be so many examples of that. And And if you can can be that for someone. Yeah. 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 And that we can actually be that. And, And if so, it makes everything worth it. Mm-hmm. Every single thing worth yep. it. If I can, if I can do this, that's why I'm like, I have to reach my potential. There's, mm-hmm. I, there's nothing I want more, but yeah. I'm I mean, so excited even this. where you are at now, damn, you're like blowing everyone away, blowing Aww. your like potential out of the water. <laughs> I think you're doing such an incredible so job of progressing. Like, right now and whether regardless of how many businesses and all this kind of stuff like just the fact that you're in line with your higher self that you're wanting to help people like the fact that that's driving you to do everything that you do in your life not out of self ego motivated interest but out of a desire for that meaning and fulfillment that you can not only have but provide to others like brava like seriously so proud of you and having this conversation we didn't get to talk like a whole lot at web summit but even talking now i'm just like oh my god i resonate with you so much more like and your story and everything like and there's so much more we've touched on like the brim so we'll have to do this again at yes, some point round two, yeah, round two baby. <laughs> let's make this the highest download podcast <laughs> yes. podcast. and if you ever do come out with your own podcast let me know because i will be supporting i will be sharing You're and you so guys need kind. to follow but in the meantime like where can people follow you on social oh, media of course um i mean we got tiktok maddie everything's on maddie web tiktok instagram snapchat youtube i've got it all but sweet make sure you guys go follow her for some bomb ass content and some inspiration as well um thank you so much for coming on again this was such an awesome conversation and more importantly thank you for being vulnerable and opening up of course that's the whole point baby yes of course (laughs) (laughs) well thank you guys so much for listening and watching if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel this has been a presentation of cadence 13 and odyssey studio new episodes out wherever you listen to your podcasts and i will see you guys in the next episode